When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Kelly Clarkson, Trace Adkins, Ashley Simpson, part of our halftime show at the FedEx. Stoppies, it's 2004 and we're ready to have ourselves a little hootenanny. Welcome to Make It Stop, a bad music podcast. My name is Heather Mack. My name is Mike Dunn. And uh, we're here. Oh, I forgot the tagline. How do I, I, how do, I do it? I don't know. I don't know how you do it. How do you do it? Like, <laughs> you start it. Oh, I have to start it? Yeah, you're going to okay. start it. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> you're listening to Make It Stop, bad music. Good times. Why are you saying it like uh, like a seventies porn star? Uh, I don't know. I was trying to do like NPR voice. Oh, I'm like a little wiped out today. We went okay. to a Halloween party last night. Sorry to date the pod. Yeah, I'm a little. Don't worry. No I'm excuses. Gonna, I'm gonna have a little vocal fry probably. And okay. Bit of this. We're not gonna. Yeah. No, gonna, we're not gonna do that. I'm gonna talk like That's, this. No, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna it's... really irritate me a lot. <laughs> Give me like Marilyn Manson flashbacks and do the entire episode laying on the ground. Uh, no. Stop. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Depp, really, he just wants to be me. Uh, all right, everybody, we are talking about each other. Stop. So, we are here. We're not talking about Marilyn Manson. We're not talking about the Halloween party that we went to last night, which was very fun, or how much we drank. I did have a titty full of Hennessy. I will say that. A titty full? Yeah, like I had it in my titty. I had like a little... Oh, I thought you were drinking out of a titty-shaped glass. <laughs> I mean, either one would be <laughs> absurd. <laughs> Crystal titty vodka. <laughs> Crystal titty vodka. No, we are here to talk about Ashley Simpson's autobiography. Her shockingly, well, maybe not shockingly, uh, very successful debut. Shockingly for some reasons, not so shockingly for others. It was the biggest debut of a female artist, I think that the the highest selling debut album for a female artist that year. Uh, it was number one on the Billboard charts, and 
we're going to be talking about it with a dear new stoppy uh, joining us today. We have Janet McNamara, who is a very funny comedian and also says that she likes this album. <laughs> and so I say, Janet, to you, dear friend, why? It's very deep. <laughs> Do you have pieces of you that yeah, you wish that a nice boy would, <laughs> you know, tend to? <laughs> yeah, it's pieces of her that's scattered and she puts them together. And the, she has that song about her sister where it's like, don't feel bad for me. <laughs> but it's like we we don't <laughs> don't worry <laughs> we really don't Ashley you're you're very rich and, and famous and powerful <laughs> like we're not feeling bad for you but did did you have an older sister no oh you said there's no I had a twin brother who was a prodigy oh okay it tracks yeah it tracks it makes so. sense you were in his shadow so I was to speak. I was in his shadow oh. yeah. yeah a prodigy just like Jessica Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Famed uh, genius. Famed genius. Famed n- nuanced uh, appraiser of all tinned meats. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing how much of the culture they, they captured, how the attention that they captured at that time, in the 2003 to like 2005, how uh, Jessica Simpson revitalized her, kind of sagging. I always thought she was kind of like the, the shemp of like the, you know, the mid-aughts, early-aughts pop stars, you know, pop babes, because the Obviously, you have Brittany, you have Christina, you even have a Mandy Moore that yep. is better than Jessica Simpson, in my opinion. It's <laughs> it's crazy to me how successful they both were because I can't remember a single one of their songs. I know. Like, it was. I know Pieces of Me was a huge hit, supposedly, but I felt like I was hearing it for the first time today. Yeah, they the do I Mandy even... Moore and Ashley Simpson, they're like the O-Town and like, yeah, they're like the two that don't matter. Right. They're like. Just like the boy. Oh, don't man. don't yeah. tell Emily Raskowski that. <laughs> She'll be very upset. She knows that O Town doesn't matter. No, Ooh, she no, went she and not. saw them this year <laughs> live in Lawrence, Massachusetts at the Cladach Pub. <laughs> so she does not know that. <laughs> we'll strike it from the pot just so we don't hurt her feelings. We love her. Sorry, Em, I love you. Yep, but also it's yeah, you're right. It doesn't it doesn't matter for all intents and purposes. Like it, it, I can't actually now that I'm thinking about it, I can't think of a single Jessica Simpson song what was her fucking song all i remember is her cover of take my breath away <gasps> it sounds like she took the breath away of her younger sister because she can't fucking sing an entire a note in this entire album it's this perpetual <laughs> just oh, yeah, like a baby courtney love <laughs> like you know like a, a teeny bopper courtney love impersonator that just needs to be like put out of their misery it's not cute it's a very but, a very husky voice we'd say or you'd say that she can't actually sing. <laughs> and she and that, like it's like the husk of a voice. It's the husk of a voice. Yeah. So okay, so Jessica Simpson sang apparently nothing. I don't I don't know. I she married Nick Lachey, who was Here. no, he was actually from the other the curly Joe of <laughs> boy bands, right? Like the ninety eight degrees. Yeah, but I remember ninety degrees because they had that song, Give Me Just One Night, Una Noche. Wait, you're you're bodying for fucking Una Noche right now? It's What's... just I remember it. I don't remember that. You don't remember Una Noche? Not really. They were the best looking boy band. Really? No three quarters of three quarters. Oh my god, you talking? No, no. There was the there was the guy with the weird goatee that looked like everyone's dad. There's always one of those. Oh, you're right. Come on, Justin. Justin with the bleach blonde hair and the fucking weird facial hair and did bad. Not good. They had the most noticeable dud, but I think also Nick Lachey was very handsome. In sync had the most noticeable dud. Chris Kim Patrick. Chris Kirk. He's weird looking. And also Joey. But that was more his style 
stylistic choices rather than his jeans. <laughs> yeah, to look like a fucking like juggalo. Yeah, that was his stylistic choice. Some people shouldn't make choices. <laughs> Some people should have those choices taken away. You know, you got to make yourself stand out, and sometimes you got to do it by having like corn hair and goggles. Yeah, and and that's the thing is that Jessica Simpson never stood out on her own until she married Nick Lachey with the pillowy lips, as we mentioned. I don't know if we mentioned that, but I want to just let the record show. He had pillowy lips. Mm-hmm. Probably still does. And they got married and they had a reality show where it was very clear that Jessica Simpson was was very dumb. That was kind of the whole storyline was that she was so, so quirky and, and just dumb. Still wasn't a good singer. Still didn't really have any hits. Um, but she, she had she captured had a, the imagination of America. Apparently a big hit called With You. Oh, that was what a great song. song. How yeah. does it go? You want me to play it? In the no, I don't. I want to know if we like, can really. I don't remember. I this remember the song because they got in a big fight um, on the reality show because she had a really big budget for the music video, and Nick Lachey on his music video when he was so- solo had like a ten thousand dollar budget. Oh, and they got in a fight and they got in a big it? fight it about like it, a, and they ended up using like their budget own... measuring contest. Yeah, <laughs> they ended up using their own personal budget for the music video. Wow, oh, like, was like, like Jeb Bush. Oh, man. So I don't remember liking this. I don't remember being even, like you said, like even that aware of it. Oh, I we watched were... every episode. Of Newlyweds? Mm-hmm. Did you really? It was funny. Yeah. I, I watched a little bit of it. I wasn't watching it religiously What or compelled you, Janet? What? Tell me about you. I learned a lot about you off mic, but let's tell the stoppies. I think, if I remember correctly, it came out... Newlyweds was like somewhere between like it, it was like somewhere around like 2004 2005 which yeah, was like when I was to 05 I think yeah which was like my last year in college and like my first year out of college and you know that year out of college yeah. you have no friends you're used to having a bunch of friends mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you have no friends because you don't hang out with your high school friends yeah you're like, so like yeah. you're stuck in like your parents house limbo exactly like, yeah. so I watched a lot of TV during those years yeah. yeah so I think that was a lot of it was that I was watching a lot of TV and it was like 03 was the summer and like between my junior and senior year in college and it was the same kind of thing it was like I didn't have any friends over the summer so I watched a lot of TV that summer and then going into um after I graduated, I watched a lot of TV again. I'm remembering now, I don't think I actually watched the show. What I watched was The Soup. Yeah, where they, were, where they used to make fun of it, they yeah. They would do clips a lot. Yeah, that I remember was, that. Yeah. Did okay. you know I was on The Soup? Were Wait, you? Were you? Mm-hmm. T- well, uh, you know I was on American Idol. What? Oh, yes. Tell us about this, uh, Janet. I, I they showed might've... a clip on The Soup of uh, me on American Idol. Oh, no. After the show had <laughs> Wait yeah. a second. We should play that for the stoppage, <laughs> shouldn't we? <laughs> Is it out there? Yes, but... But it's very it's a very low quality version because what happened was I didn't when I went on the show it, I was stupid I didn't know it was going to be on TV like I didn't so what song did you do Pocket Full of Sunshine by Natasha Bedingfield and what was special about it that made it eligible uh, for well, the suit it was pretty bad uh, <laughs> I got a pocket got a pocket full of sunshine I got a love that you know that it's on mine Uh-oh. so you went in just like wanting to have the experience of like I went on, I thought it was going to be like a clip of me on TV and I was going to have a party and like my friends were going to watch it. Yeah. But then it was like when Twitter first came out mm-hmm. and all this stuff and it became like trending top, like it became like a really big thing and it was like Googleable and I, I was like, ah, yeah. Were you getting like DMs and- Oh, hundreds. Yeah. It was- Wow. Insanity. It was like, it was before it was difficult to be a trending topic on Twitter. So I was a trending topic on Twitter, but it was like back in the day before it was like- Wow. When, twi- when Twitter was first kind of so coming you were, out. Y- y- 
like a a a William Hung, like an early era, like I was a year after William Hung. Year Hung. after, oh, wow. yeah, wow. I met William Hung, nice guy. Well, Wait, did you go to like a? I went to the finale. You'll definitely be a future <laughs> episode. I, I won the. I was the worst audition of the season. Wow! I, I won the Golden Idol Award. Oh, what an honor! That is such an honor, and here you are in a bad music podcast. The trajectory is so perfect. <laughs> we have a true expert in every sense of the word. True so, expert. So you went and you had no illusions that you were like a good singer or did you th- oh. like did you go did you go in as like expecting like I'm just gonna have fun and like have this experience of like meeting Simon Cowell and whoever and uh so or did you actually like did you want to get on American Idol it's tough so I went on I auditioned originally so the thing is, I auditioned originally knowing I was terrible yeah and then you you do one audition in like June and then you audition again in September mm-hmm. and then after I made it to the next round of the auditions. You go through four auditions before you go in front of the judges. Okay. So like you see producers four times. So you got these callbacks and you were and thinking I kept, like, oh and wait, I was, something might be happening. I was practicing. Oh, no. I, I started practicing. Oh no. <laughs> oh, and I got no. the American Idol video game and I was like practicing on the American Idol video game and I like had this one song down on the video game and I was like, I'm at least in tone, tune. <laughs> wasn't oh boy so i wasn't i knew i was bad i knew i wasn't gonna make it but by the time they told me no i had just had so much pot like affirmations that i kind of in the back of my head was like maybe oh man (laughs) but i also went in there knowing i was terrible and then my friend that was with me was like Every time I would go, maybe it should go, Janet, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Janet, wow. you need to not think you're, it's ha- it's not going to happen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but then did you get to meet any other people that were like famous at that time? Or, yeah, like, who won that season? Who, like this guy, Lee, it was the first season that uh, American Idol didn't matter anymore. Right. Oh. <laughs> so not the... only were you the worst of the season, but it was like the, tr- oh my God. It was, yeah, it was the lowest rating. So it was the year Paula Abdul left. Oh. Um, so Kara. Demarl, who I think her name Demarl, she's the one who co-wrote most of this uh, Ashley Simpson uh, biographies uh, uh-huh. album. So if I remember, I think I got into the Ashley Simpson album because I had Googled this Kara lady and I knew she co-wrote these songs. Wow. Oh wow, that's if the I, connection. Yeah. Wait, how did you meet this Kara lady? Uh, she was one of the judges. Oh. On American Idol, she was like, you know, the judge on American Idol that like came in that nobody really knew no. she was. No. Yeah, I don't remember at all because I yeah. don't. I, yeah, I didn't I care. I stopped care. Yeah, yeah. She was the judge that came. Like it was Randy, Simon, and Paula, and then all of a sudden there was like a fourth judge, which was Kara, and then Paula left, and then it was just the three of them. Wow. And then uh, Posh Spice, she was the guest judge that day. Oh. Oh. And did they just savage you? Like kind of. Yeah. Was it? Did it hurt your feelings? Mm, No. No. I went in there knowing that nothing that anybody could say would hurt my feelings. Yeah. That's awesome. So like. I will say, like, my I used to be a very self-conscious person, like, get very embarrassed, like, very socially, like, and then after you make an ass out of yourself in front of millions of people, it's like, meh. Right, stand-up comedy after that is just kind of like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> it's like bombing and stand-up comedy versus, like, 
bombing on national right. television. It's like well, whatever. Well, one thing you definitely have in common with our uh, with our <laughs> subject <laughs> here today, we both on national television, and became early viral memes. Like became oh. hugely popular in the early like the early meme internet. Right? Yeah, I was um, popular that... for forty eight hours, and then nobody cared about me. <gasps> it was forty eight hours of nonstop phone calls. People oh on God. the train recognizing me. It was insanity for forty eight hours, and then I swear to God, nobody gave a fuck. Wow. It was like, I went into like this giant depression because it was like, I was so used to talking about myself constantly and everybody wanting my attention. Right. And then all of a sudden, nothing. It was great. Like, like, it was... Uh, crazy. Another thing you have in common with Ashley yeah. Simpson. <laughs> I, it's crazy. I I never realized how much of an expert you were, but or like how much of a, a an important source you are here. <laughs> Me and Ashley Simpson are soulmates. You clearly are. Yeah. You we had you had some issues. things to be angsty about. Yeah, sibling issues. Yeah. Mm. So holy shit! I bet you know. I bet Ashley Simpson kind of wished that everyone forgot her name immediately afterwards. <laughs> but unfortunately, so as as we're all mentioning or we're alluding to, you know, the big. Um, October, I think it was actually just about the 15th, we're just past the 15th anniversary of the fateful day on SNL where Ashley Simpson was a musical guest and she got up there to perform her second single of the night. Uh, her first single was Pieces of Me. That was a big hit at the time and she had the spinoff reality show that we mentioned, the Ash- or did we mention it? She had a spinoff reality show, the Ashley Simpson show, mm-hmm. that kind of grew out of the, you know, baffling popularity of um, newlyweds and I guess we were just all really bored in 2004 and I'll kind of just needed to escape together and we I you know and that's fine that's, MTV was only doing reality shows right. at that point right. right but they were doing reality shows about musicians kind of so mm-hmm. they were able to kind of still pretend that they were music television so Ashley Simpson had a whole spinoff show that was the reality show about her making her album the album that we're talking about today autobiography and she really tried to I mean stylistically the whole thing was that she was so different from her sister she was so you know she dyed her hair brown she wore asymmetric hem and scarves where you didn't need scarves. It was all about fucking unnecessary scarves in the mid-2000s. But right, and like neckties over... Neckties over the scarves. collared shirts. Yeah, right. Very Avril Lavigne, very, very Miley Cyrus kind of, you know, kind of vibe. Or Miley when she was, you know, starting to decide what kind of edgy she wanted to be. <laughs> and it was just like, I want to have raccoon eyes. And... <laughs> I want to be naked on a wrecking ball. Well, it was pre-that. We, we've gone through many iterations since then. This yeah, was Miley. the very beginnings. Very beginnings. Yeah. Um, but so she, you know, she was the antithesis of her, like, golden sister, and, and she was edgy and tough and cool and into rock and roll. And she was on SNL. She her the, the album debuted, number one, huge, huge selling album. Still, in, uh, I think she outsold Jessica, for sure. She outsold Jessica, which seemed, you know, really remarkable. And I don't think anybody is it she even she said she didn't expect at all to have that kind of success um but then she was everywhere all of a sudden and she got thrust into the spotlight and she choked basically she went on snl and i mean so what actually happened is they played the wrong track she had done the single and then she was supposed to come back and do the next single from the the lead you know the second single which was going to be autobiography the title track and they played the track the backing track from pieces of me again so the engineer Including her, her vocals, vocals, which were revealed that she was lip syncing that first song. Completely. So the they start playing the wrong song, and she dances a little jig. <laughs> she square dances and shuffles off stage. That's what she does. And then the band keeps playing, and, and then she, they just fade to commercial. Yeah. 
It was it, an iconic it, moment in American history. Yeah. It was the square dance heard around the world. Um, <laughs> it really was. It, she was instantly eviscerated. And it was, you know, really sad. The clip that we played at the beginning, I mean, it's kind of funny, but it's also pretty sad because she tried to claw her way back up again to be like, no, I can sing. And so she decides to sing live at the Orange Bowl. Oh. And oh, my God, there's a real reason why she has that backing track because girl can't sing. She yeah. can't sing at all. And she performed at the Orange Bowl this terrible song that we're gonna, definitely going to talk about and make fun of probably the worst song on the album well I don't know I don't know there's a lot of really middling shit but this one's like angering bad um, called La La and she's trying to sing great it song. and it's te- <laughs> great song La La <laughs> okay, why don't you sing it Janet let's get another viral La La uh... La La <laughs> You didn't deserve to be made fun of on American Idol, okay? Those are the pipes of an angel. Um, la la. Like, who would think to, like, la la just rock it? It's like a rock song where she just starts going, You make me want to la la in the middle of the floor. I'm like, okay, whatever. We're getting getting ahead of ourselves. But the point is, she sings it. She sings it live. She does a terrible job. She's really desperately. She's like, you make me want to scream. And then you just hear the whole crowd erupt in booze. And it is just unmistakable. It's like fucking Trump who's like fucking saying Mm -hmm. when they're booing him at the baseball game that they were saying boo words, you know? But it's like, no. He looks so sad. Good. He looks so sad. Fuck him. Fuck that asshole. But yeah, I mean, he deserves to get booed a lot more than fucking Ashley Simpson. Like, she didn't, you know, do any crimes against humanity. No, well, she, She I mean, basically her public image was ruined by the SNL performance. And then she kept having these other snafus yeah. over time like for example how she did uh, an interview with Elle magazine oh I didn't know uh, where she was talking about how horrible she thinks double standards are about uh, body image oh, for women yeah. and then by the time the article was released she had gotten a nose job oh yeah that's right <laughs> which like again like I don't know like we're dickheads for giving like for giving as much of a shit about that as we did at the time but women weren't allowed to screw up especially like publicly in any way and I, I will say that like I do think a lot of the vitriol that was hurled at her is like oh she's a dumb girl who you know but also she kind of was a dumb girl she was also a kid she was yeah, yeah she, was she was like young. 23 tops yeah. my read on the whole thing is like I think the reason that she got so much hate is because she exemplified sort of this moment in the mid 2000s of celebrities sort of being manufactured to exist just as celebrities without any value coming from their art. Um, like, like Kelly Osborne was another one that actually came out at around the same time. Yeah, or like Paris Hilton, like any of these, uh, or the Kardashians, like any any of the celebrities. Like, Lindsay, well. like she, yes, she made music, yes, she acted, but like that's not what she was famous for. She was famous for being famous. And the music just existed so she would have something to do on her reality show. Yeah. I mean, she, she was also... Like, she was like the human embodiment of like trying to make Fetch happen. Yeah. Oh, that's real. That's really real. She also was in it. She did act in a film that was a huge commercial failure. Mm-hmm. And she got, that same year, got a nomination for Worst Supporting Actress at the Golden Raspberry. Is it sadder to not win that award? or <laughs> <laughs> Like what? <laughs> to be nominated for a golden raspberry and not even not even get selected because you're that irrelevant. She did apparently, she was on uh, Chicago musical, the musical, I think yeah. on Broadway. Yeah, 
so she did some uh, other actually, stuff. Supposedly, she was good in in Chicago. She married Pete Wentz and had a kid named fucking Bronx Mowgli. She was vaguely in the tabloids for mostly that. You know, she has another daughter now with some other, or no, had another with daughter guy with from, another guy. With the guy from Mockingjay. Oh, okay. Um, named Jagger Snow, which is a fucking nightmare. And then she's now dating uh, Diana Ross's grandson, yeah, or is yeah. married to him, and they were. Uh, you were saying they were gonna have a reality show? And yeah, now... and, but their marriage is on the rocks. All these irreconcilable differences. If you look both Simpson sisters, yeah. cite irreconcilable differences for the reason is of their divorce. Yeah, she is so she, that's what she's kind of famous for. She was on Seventh Heaven at one point, but she was like, on Seventh Heaven for forty episodes. Oh, apparently. what? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. So basically, she went from like you know being Jessica Simpson's little sister to then being wildly famous and like hugely successful instantly without really having any of the chops to back it up, and eh. then all of that really <laughs> deflating Janet really quickly. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Janet. Disagree, and then we'll get into the music to really to really go ahead. And I want I want to see what legs you have to stand like, on. She was after on we... forty episodes as like a you know she was just a little guest star, and then you know they developed her. You have to be freaking good yeah. on Seventh Heaven. <laughs> Do you like Seventh Heaven? I I, I watched it. Back in the day, I didn't watch the last couple seasons. Um, Ashley Simpson were on. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> I yeah. watched. I, I did watch. I remember her on it. She she was fine. And, okay, yeah, it's a great album. Well, I think that's the thing is it's like she's fine. And but the problem is that like she was kind of they were building her up to be to be great, right? I'll give her or, that. Like yeah. and and she was at the very best fine. And uh, you know the un- irreconcilable differences. I did listen to uh, a newer track that she had been recording with her husband. Yeah, they did a collaborative album. I'm it's, pretty sure a couple years ago. Her voice is horrible, dude. Like really, it's he worse. sounds really good, and that's part of what makes it worse is that like next to somebody who actually has you know vocal skill, it, it's, it's it's really rough. It's bad news. How could she have such a bad voice if her sister has such a great voice? Does her sister have a great voice? She does, yeah, because her sister can really belt it out. Yeah, I don't um, know. There's no... It sounds like she's been she's po- not... smoking like six packs a day since she was eight. Like, I don't understand. She just has no range. It's all blown she out. She doesn't sing through her diaphragm either. Yeah. She sings through her throat. It's all very breathy and... <sighs> you know, it's yeah. strange. Jessica Simpson does legitimately have a great voice. Okay. Well, that's why she's in her show. Shadow. All right, should we, uh, should we get into it? Should we get into the first yeah. song? Title the track. Autobiography, where we really get to know the deep inner workings <laughs> of this tortured soul, Ashley Simpson. And uh, here we go. She's got stains on her t-shirts. She's just a normal person. Stars, they're just like us. Exactly. Aw, shucks. 
Give me that fucking Jennifer Lawrence, like, <laughs> oh, I'm just like you <laughs> kind of vibe. Yeah. I kind of like this track, though. You know what it is? It reminds me a lot of fucking the Taylor Swift, you know, she wears short skirts, I wear t-shirts, jeez, I'm not like the other girl song. You know, it's, yeah. it's one of those, and it, it definitely feels that. You get that vibe, and that's not a bad song. Um, yeah, no, there's definitely some early T-Swift vibes on this album, but also I think this is also when... In, uh, the period of pop music where pop songwriters were starting to sort of crib from uh, like New York indie rock, like famously, like Since You've Been Gone was yeah. a ripoff of Maps by the AAS. This song kind of sounds like if you like ran the strokes through the washer and dryer and like just washed them out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you have to wash them out because there's so many stains on yeah. all over the, all <laughs> the t shirts, <laughs> dribbling everywhere. If you washed the strokes until they didn't smell like cigarettes anymore. <laughs> yeah, I wrote Courtney Love with a Luke Bryan twang. Like, it just, I don't know. <laughs> it's a good hook, though. Yeah. What do you think, Janet? I think it's great. Uh, she's an influencer. <laughs> yeah. Probably Taylor Swift's biggest influence. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Taylor Swift wrote a whole song based on this song. Like, how can you... <laughs> Taylor Swift is one of the best artists of, you know, 2019, so. Yeah. <laughs> the new album was okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just ask me. Like, you want to know my autobiography? Ask me. Like, I, okay. how much clearer can you be? And you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, and here's her autobiography. Let's just go through the points. Um, she has stains on her T-shirt. She mm. she likes to flirt. Um, sometimes. Sometimes. She is a sexy girl in a crazy world. Sometimes mm. she gets hurt. <laughs> sometimes she can't talk, like, in front of a national audience. <laughs> she is... Really needs to come up with something. She just, just like us, she freezes. <laughs> She's a nasty girl. You want to get with me? I learned so much about her. <laughs> Those are just facts. But if you want to know anything else, just just ask. ask. Okay. Well, I think that's, that's my what's, autobiography. Ask. I, I think that's what's happening when people are buying the album labeled uh, autobiography. People are <laughs> asking and they're trying to find out. Like, well, okay, what do you have to say about yourself? I purchased the Ashley Simpson autobiography. Open it up, page one. Just ask. <laughs> Just ask me. <laughs> but, like, that's the thing is, like, you don't actually learn anything about Ashley Simpson on this entire album except for maybe that she used to be jealous of her sister. Well, you, she's jealous of her sister. I think in a few songs you learn that she's into pet play. Uh, <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. She likes to <laughs> lick some cream off the ground or whatever. Mm-hmm. What was it? Yeah. Like an alley cat. Like an alley, like an alley cat. We'll, we'll, we'll save that for yeah, that sorry. song, though. But I don't know. I mean, this is my favorite song in the album for sure. I think it gets real mid-tempo after this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. First three songs are the best in that album. I, I would say it actually goes in order as far as the good songs. Yeah. Um, title track is the best, and then number two, which is Pieces of Me, which is obviously amazing, and then Shadow, and <laughs> then Lala. So it, yeah. it literally goes in order. And those singles, order. yeah. yeah. And they front-loaded it with the singles. The rest is literally... Great. Complete. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's great. <laughs> like, these are amazing. The other ones are great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can't, cannot argue with that. I mean, um, I'm going to try. I'm, I'm going to save my energy is what I'm going to do. I'm going to yeah, save think, my energy. We have I think a lot of songs reasonable. to get through. Yeah, and I think I think this is a this is one where she her voice sounds the best on this song. Mm-hmm. But what about that like dumb little punk riff part where she's like, I'm a sexy girl in a crazy world. Oh, yeah. That shit's really bad. The, I actually think like that that bridge like the instrumentation is is pretty cool. And 
and she just ruins, ruins it. it. Yeah. Ugh. That's uh, yeah. That actually, you thank you for reminding me of that. I forgot how whack. I'm always here to bring everyone down. It's <laughs> <laughs> my job on the show. How whack she sounded on that bridge. But overall, I'd say autobiography. Sure. I'm asking. Yeah, I'm asking. <laughs> Tell me. Tell me, please. All right, cool. So let's get on to then the single, the other single, which the was big hit, big hit, big hit, and smashy. It, you know, I I understand why to an extent. I still I don't hate the song either. So let's let's listen to pieces of me. You know that song? Our song by Taylor Swift? Same fucking song. Alright. Um, Influencer. Pieces. Pieces. Our song is a swing and sing yeah, it does window. sound. Well, you get that they did grow up in Texas, like you know, like a Christian Abilene, family Texas, yes. in, in Texas, and you definitely get that. There's a little country. What? Oh. Fun, um, Jessica Simpson fact. You know, she started off as a Christian artist. Oh, and, but she couldn't get signed as a Christian artist because her boobs are too big, dude. That's why she went secular. Critical support for for big titted Christians. They're out there, you know, and they deserve. What about... Oh man! They deserve wow. to let the blessings come in. Yes, let the blessings come in. And the reason why I know the reason why I know that is because I watched the behind the music on her. Oh my god! And her dad is the one that was like, she has big jugs, and that's <laughs> is why that the words we couldn't he used? get it. He didn't say jugs, but I think he said she's well endowed. Yeah, whatever he said, well it was very endowed. creepy to hear him talking about his daughter's yeah. breast, but he was like talking about how we, they would try to tape him down and stuff to like get into the Christian market. Wow. What? That's yep. something I did not know about the Christian market, is yeah. that you're not allowed to have yeah. large you're, breasts. You're not allowed to have boobs at all. I mean, you're not allowed to have genitalia. No. <laughs> right. You're just, when you're having sex, you're just rubbing together for warmth. <laughs> Yeah. So wait, okay, and isn't there some, I vaguely remember like reading, like I used to read a lot of D-Listed at the time, like D-Listed was like a popular like snarky blog, you know, I haven't changed much, and mm-hmm. um, they used to talk a lot, they called him Papa Joe, and they would always like, you know, make fun of Joe, Simps- Joe Simpson and how like unnaturally involved he was in his daughter's cleavage is that like was that like a thing yeah he, oh okay yeah. both her parents like, like show, on the sh- reality show he was around a lot on the reality show yeah like, he he definitely molded them into stars i think he was one of those stage he's like a stage dad right. he was their manager he was a pastor and then stopped being a pastor to become their manager sins of the flesh called mm-hmm. him didn't they yep yeah so this song um <laughs> did we talk about the song at all so i'd like to point out that at the time it is very important she co-wrote the song and she was yeah. one of the only, like, ex- specifically female artists, but pop artists in general that co-wrote their songs. Like, I think she co-wrote the entire album. Yeah, she did, Agreed. actually. Yes. That's, you know, that's something. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's yeah. a that's a point in her favor, I guess. Yep. Sure. Except a lot of the shit is not very good, but Pieces <laughs> of Me is okay. Like, I, I definitely, it feels like, it feels like a passable Avril track. It definitely, it's a soundtrack to a very messy first summer camp kiss. But again, it's her kind of talking about, oh, I'm so relatable and, and, 
messy and single and stained, but you know, I don't know, like you're also beautiful and famous and rich and like just because you ate a hot dog once doesn't mean I relate to you. That's that's the kind of vibe I get curated throughout this album that I just am very suspicious of. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she was playing like faux relatable, like faux awkward, but then I guess she did do a hoot nanny on stage on SNL. So <laughs> I don't I don't know, maybe she really was a fucking mess. Yeah. <laughs> it was like pieces of her and then this guy that she started dating brought her together. Yeah. And that guy, his name was Wilmer Valderrama and she was involved in the love triangle. <laughs> Ryan Cabrera. With him and uh, Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. I did not know that. that was a brief, that was a brief moment. I think most of these were rela- were some other guy. The whole thing oh, actually. Oh yeah, yeah, it was uh, some. Ryan Cabrera. He just had a pop punk haircut just like Ashley Simpson. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was all of that. I think it also reminds me of like how we, you know, talked about like Simple Plan and why we were so against Simple Plan, mostly just because they, like, took, like, a lot of the, kind of the uniform. Honestly, like, I was looking at the video for, I think it was Autobiography, and, like, everything she's wearing, I'm like, I wore that in, <laughs> in high school, and, like, nobody was trying to make me la-la. Like, I was I was totally an outcast, but you're, like, you know, wearing, you know, your bangs in your face and wearing all the bracelets and the chewed-up sweatshirts and all this stuff, and you're, it's, but you're conventionally called, beautiful. Let's call, and, let's call it what it is. It's cultural appropriation. <laughs> Shut up. It's cultural appropriation. <laughs> it's my identity. It's not a costume. I am not going to go that far, but I am, I I think that's why I, I use the term like suspicious. Like it was suspect. It was like you're 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 trying on this identity and you're creating it, but it's not. Again, for an album called Autobiography, it doesn't actually seem to be about you at all. Mostly seems to be about your tumultuous relationships with men. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. <laughs> this is one of at least two songs on the album that starts out sounding exactly like Incubus, like Drive by Incubus. Oh yeah, you're right. A lot of that like acoustic guitar, sort of mid-tempo. Yeah. Actually, I think every, almost every song, the first bar of the song sounds like someone else's song and I've identified a few yeah and I'll go through them but this one's definitely drive by incubus and I think generally once it gets to the hook then it becomes ch- Taylor Swift it becomes Taylor Swift yeah yeah, yeah. or like a adult alternative Natalie and Brulia yeah I think I think overall this album it's not, it's definitely I've heard way worse you know this it, it's a pretty inoffensive album yeah but I think it might be the most bland album I've ever yeah. heard in my entire life oh no Jane. oh my god Janet. Okay, Janet, weigh in here. Please, be our counterpart. Pieces! Pieces of me! How is that bland? <laughs> I want travel platinum and you're calling it bland? Incubus. You think Incubus is better? I think Incubus is bland. <laughs> What is your favorite band, Janet? Hanson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Hanson rules, though. Hansen yeah, the, no shit. The Dust Brothers production, like, they were legit. I don't know. Yeah, very legit. There's definitely no, like, like Mbop is such a bop. You know, it's like... Right, no one's uh, taking that away from Nothing's them. catching my ear like Mbop on, no. on Autobiography, I'm you sorry You know it's not. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> like, you can't compare Mbop and Autobiography. Like... <laughs> Yeah, that's like comparing the Beatles with Ashley Simpson. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you can't. It's it's incomparable. Oh, this is fun. <laughs> All right, should we get on then to the next one? Should we get into Shadow? Shadow, the third single. This is this one is some some real shit. You know, it's, this is it's, it's real. This is deep. This is, this is us know, asking her. Th- yeah, this is her telling us. It's her telling us. Finally, mm-hmm. get a little peek into the the dark dark abyss <laughs> that is Ashley Simpson's inner mind. Great song. You're, you're, you're living in a nightmare? Of someone else's dream. Bitch, what's your what's your nightmare? Sharing hair products with Pete Wentz? Like, what the fuck do you have to complain about? Come on, my chains her, are finally free. Her nightmare is My chains? Her sister is famous, and... She, and she is also she's famous. She's also famous, yeah. <laughs> she's the forgotten younger sister, but at the time when this song is about a time before she was famous, and she had this sister who was, like, this great, like, every, I'll get all the attention... And then she's just this little girl who's like, eh, my Living. parents are gone because they're hanging out with my older sister. I'm nothing. And then the chains are free. Yeah. <laughs> and don't feel sorry for me because I'm rich and famous now. I'm cool. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> Once again. And she's cool with that because she doesn't want you to feel bad for her. And it's great that you don't. Well, so then what kind of stakes are that for a fucking musical performance? <laughs> she just eliminated all the stakes. Anything, any investment that you would have had, any any experience that you would have had of like, oh, I feel feel that then she's like well haha i'm famous and rich now just like my sister so it doesn't matter yeah. like that's the end that's the grand like what <laughs> i'm not gonna say you don't have a point <laughs> i'm sorry i've honed my talent i've sharpened my talons on 50 <laughs> odd episodes of the show i'm like such a dick i love tearing down people's <laughs> joy <laughs> i really don't i actually i think there's something very very genuine and and precious about the fact that you really like this like i it's drunk girlfriend karaoke it's 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 drunk girlfriend karaoke is fun like come on it's I, yeah this is the song where i think it finally clicked for me what ashley simpson reminds me of the most and it's uh she's the female lenny kravitz why <laughs> uh you know because they make uh like tepid mid-tempo uh pop rock yeah but at least he plays guitar she writes her own songs yeah well, well so so's kravitz yeah, she uh, cuts her own bangs. <laughs> you can tell. You gotta give her credit. Um, I just don't understand. It's again, it's like when it's so obvious that you you didn't have a hard life. Like I guess, like you can kind of, I can I can understand why you would feel kind of inadequate next to like Jessica Simpson and her giant titties and her you know, giant brain and her <laughs> right, you know, and her pillowy lipped husband and all of her uh, success with her very forgettable pop songs. I guess. Um, and I I guess you you know you could say something compelling about that but it's like my parents weren't there I was yeah. you were enrolled in like dance core and like had all of these different like resources and like things that you were doing at the age you know from yeah. a young age you had a lot of resources and privilege just my because girl. somebody's privileged and rich doesn't mean they didn't have a hard like mm. she easily could have been emotionally neglected like, yeah by far like she has the lyric that like where'd my parents go like my parents are like focusing on this kid I'm just like the second one that nobody gives a shit about like yeah. just 
Just because somebody has money, like, doesn't mean that they didn't have a tough life. And she's really come to grips to it here on this track. All the days collided, one less perfect than the the next. Mm -hmm. I was stuck inside someone else's life and always second best. Yep. Oh, I love you now, because now I realize that it's safe outside to come alive in my identity. She's just being her. Mm -hmm. I am beautiful, no matter (laughs) what they say. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, All right, great song. <laughs> it's kind of this song for the rest of the album too. Like, uh, do you know how many like sixteen year old kids were like, "This is me," you know? Like, it's it's one of those songs that like when you're like, I was in my early twenties, so I didn't resonate with the song that much. But if I was like fourteen or fifteen, it would yeah, it would be like one of those songs that I was like, "This is taking me off the edge." Yeah. I was the older uh, sibling, so I cannot relate to Same. this. Same. I think I, I well, <laughs> this is when I started realizing I was like, "Wow, all these songs sound familiar." And then I was like, "Wait a second, my sister definitely had this album." And I was like, "Wait a second, my sister played this song a lot." <laughs> <laughs> she was in the shadow. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. Dahlia. Sorry, Dahlia. <laughs> Poor Dahlia. Like Dahlia and I, I think have a lot in common. Yeah, you probably that's there's probably a big reason. We're why both she... in shadows <laughs> yeah. of oh. somebody else's dream. Heather, and then became Heather super the, famous. Heather, the, the famous <laughs> prodigy. Yeah, I mean, yep, here I am. And then everybody, you know, just because we're rich and famous, they, <laughs> they they just negate, like, all our struggles. Your pain. But, yeah. you know, just... Someone's got to look out for the rich, you know? Like, they need... <laughs> and I'm there for they them. They need support, too. <laughs> I um, will be there for the rich and famous. All right, well, let's, let's get a little raunchy and naughty with it. Oh, man, Shall we, uh, shall we go la-la ourselves uh, real quick? Have a little la la and um, no kink shaming guys no no kink shaming okay be careful on this one <laughs> all right this is this is a bad song so <laughs> let's let's be very delicate with it for some reason um here we go so good <laughs> it's like it's rock but it's pop it's catchy but it's just rock and roll yeah man you make me wanna love in the grand tradition of the rolling stones t-rex <laughs> you know ashley simpson she's next in, in the line easy uh this is a kinkster's anthem man she's she's really telling you all her little she likes to be thrown like a lineman. She mm. likes to be like a little alley cat drinking milk up. Mm. Uh, you know, she's your little French maid, meets you at the door. And then uh, she says, uh, you know, she feels safe. I feel safe with you. I can be myself tonight. Mm. It's all right with you because you hold my secrets tight. You know, so she's she she found a match on, on FetLife. And <laughs> yeah, shout she, out. Yeah, she's so out and proud that she refers to sex as la-lying someone. <laughs> she's so kinky. <laughs> so dangerous. So rock and roll. Hi, Lala, you. I, I, can you put your la-la in my fucking... Is that what sexy sex is like, <laughs> Ashley? You make it on an aeroplane? <laughs> you make it? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. There's a line I think where she says, "Throw me like a boomerang, I'll come back and beat yeah, you up." Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. That, yep. So the so he's a switch. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. Just throw her around, she'll throw him around. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking milk up off the floor, though, that's the one, that's the main one that uh, I, I kind of honed in on. I missed that lyric. Yeah. I don't, at first <laughs> I was like, is she talking about cum? But I think she's literally talking about, like, drinking milk out of a saucer, like a So like she's a, a furry? Cat. I think she might be a furry. It's interesting because her sister was a famous virgin. What? That's At right. A virgin. Yeah. 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 Like she waited till marriage. So it's interesting that she would have a song like this. Well, maybe she's doing all this kink shit uh, to avoid uh, comparison. You know, yeah, or, it's all was, about differentiating. I was gonna say she's doing it all to avoid, uh, you know, PIV. Like she's trying to she's trying to <laughs> save herself till marriage, but still have some fun. Oh, a little cream play. Yeah, a little cream. <laughs> casual cream play um we'll we'll, we'll tussle it little wrestling we just wrestle <laughs> yeah what do you what do you think about this janet <laughs> what do you, what do you like that you you're rocking out i never actually listened to the lyrics i didn't realize it was about sex it was, <laughs> i just i just thought it was rock just rock and roll this is rock and roll what punk this is punk this is punk <laughs> <laughs> This is so, yeah, nothing more punk than dressing up like a French maid and looking cream on the floor. Actually, I mean, that part it is, is kind of punk, yeah. yeah this is, I, I rest mean, my case. The Sex Pistols were, that guy ran a, a, a fetish shop, the guy who yeah. manufactured right. the Sex Pistols. Right. What's his face? Malcolm McLaren. Malcolm McLaren. That's the one. In the grand tradition <laughs> of the Sex Pistols, Ashley yeah. Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I the only thing she seems to have a kink for is fucking studded belts, like on skirts with nary a belt loop to be found. That's the style, though. She's got to use them for for kinky things. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't those, know, dude. You know, it's better uh, those those uh, studs. They're gonna leave a mark. <laughs> okay. I don't know, you guys. We're grasping at straws because I think I think the central point is that it is like it's inoffensive, like in the background music. It's not, and and then when you listen to it, it's like, oh wait, there. It's it's a, it's not offensive in the way like you want it to be because it's it's actually very tame. But it's like them talking about ah, just this is this is what sex is like. It's fucking, it's fucking fake dangerous. You know what I mean? It's, it's fucking dumb. But the song itself That's what is punk fine. Music is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give this song credit for being about something. It's substantive yeah. compared to the rest of the songs in the album. You know. Yeah. And you guys keep saying like this, this whole album doesn't say anything about her. This song says a lot about her. Yeah. This is throw her like a boomerang. Chapter two of the autobiography. <laughs> throw me like a boomerang. Throw me like a lineman. <laughs> she likes getting thrown around. Yeah. No. Okay. Rough sex, Ashley Simpson. That's fine. That's fine. I'd have sex to this song. Yeah? Yeah? I think I might. <laughs> Will you report back? I'll, I'll Let report us know back. how it goes. <laughs> yeah. I might specifically go on Tinder tonight just to have sex to this song. Are you just going to play it on repeat or like make a little playlist? Oh, three and a half minutes is plenty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here to be a hero. <laughs> Okay. Uh, speaking of love, speaking of making love, let's talk about how love makes the world go round, shall we? So, mm-hmm. Should we do that? Yeah. This is a it's a steep drop off stoppies between things that are like really funny to make fun of, and then a really I'm sorry, bland <laughs> second half or whatever of the album. Second more than half of the album. Should we take a break first though? Oh uh, yeah, is it that time? Uh yeah, it's that fucking time. Okay, yeah, <laughs> we're all. gonna take a little break. Okay, we'll be right back. See you soon. Pantheon Podcast listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. 
Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. And we're back, and we're going to talk about love making the world go round. Have you ever heard anything so revolutionary, groundbreaking as that? Well, this one is like, he said that love makes the world go round, but like she doesn't believe him because he's so distant. Um, but I think then at the end of the song, she learns that love really does make the world go round. I was trying to make sense of the lyrics. Ah, I see. Okay. Cool. I think that's you guys' problem is you're listening to the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> It has to be about the music. It's a music analysis podcast. Yeah, it really is. Music commentary. That's our <laughs> iTunes category. I don't, you know, we're not just here to feel things. <laughs> <laughs> That's what music is. It's about feeling. Uh, well, we want to make it an exact science in which we're right and everyone else is wrong. <laughs> so. I think I, I would talk about the lyrics less if this album did make me feel anything. But unfortunately, right. no. i got to talk about something. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. All right, so here we go. Love makes the world go round. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I don't. Yeah, I don't have much for this one. I'll give you credit that as this album goes, the songs get worse. Yeah, I think they just it just kind of they settle into a rhythm at this point where it's just the same kind of quiet. That's the rhythm. Yeah, so. these quiet verses into loud choruses uh, and all at the same tempo. No real interesting flourishes of any kind. Like, it just kind of yeah. exists. It's music that's designed to score a Degrassi C-plot. Like, this is this is the episode where Skipper just stole his mom's underwear to trick his friends into thinking he was having sex, and then his mom caught him with the underwear, and hilarity ensued. Did that happen on that show? No, I literally made that up because it could have been a Degrassi C-plot. <laughs> Skipper isn't even a real character. It was Spinner. 
All the real Degrassi heads know. <laughs> That's my secret shame, Janet. Degrassi. I've never even heard of that. Wow. Is that a TV show? It's so weird. <laughs> Our Drake, shame. Drake was on it. Yeah. He played wheelchair he was, Jimmy. He was famous. Well, you know. It wasn't his name on the show. That's uh, the only thing I've ever heard that character described as, is I mean, Wheelchair he was, Jimmy. He was Wheelchair Jimmy, that's true. Yeah, it was, a, it was like a Canadian teen soap opera. Uh-huh. And they had many iterations of it. It only finally got canceled. It was a very, very, very cheesy after-school special kind of show. You know, that it that I thought it was, I don't know what I thought, but I watched a lot of it unacceptably. And Are you still watching Riverdale? No. No? No. What happened? It's bad, dude. It's so fucking bad. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Damn. I, I can't do it. We're really going to get a lot of one-star reviews now. I'm sorry. Why? 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 It's bad. Everybody who likes it and watches it still knows it's bad. They they watch it because it's bad. And I've done that with a lot of... I did that with Pretty Little Liars. <gasps> I don't need to do it again. What? Pretty Little Liars you're saying is bad? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Meryl Streep? Are we talking about the same show? You're thinking of Big Little Lies. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was getting very upset. <laughs> I know both of our blood pressure just like <laughs> went through the roof. That no, it's a it's another terrible team. Oh, team okay, drama. Yeah, okay. yeah. There's a lot of them, and I'm weirdly into You're them, and that's to. why I know that this would be the soundtrack to that. Next, <laughs> shall we move on? Mm. Do you have anything to say about love makes the world go round? Anybody? No, I can't. No, no. Okay, forgettable. Let's move on to another other one of this song called "Better Off." <laughs> This is legit. <laughs> like now I'm understood. Like I love the imagery of the pouring rain too. Get an umbrella, bitch. <laughs> My hair is always messy because I stand out in the rain all the time. Like okay, I, having an umbrella in the pouring rain doesn't really do very much because you're still cold and it's still rainy and you're still just like, go inside in your ha- in your mansion. Sometimes you're just stuck. again just being rich doesn't mean you have no problems. Like. It's well, all the problems are rain, and you can avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> My life is so damn hard. The rain just keeps on pouring. But it also might not be literal. Like, they're pouring rain. It's like all this shit's coming down on you. Yeah, it's turmoil. It's inner turmoil. Oh, my God. Um, this one uh, is raised a red flag for me. Uh, it's another song about like a uh, relationship problems. Yeah. Uh, but she says this line, uh, these lines is like, my friends keep calling. They say they say I'm Stalin, uh, and they want me to meet you now, or they want to meet you now. I tell them hell no. I say we're trying to lay low. Don't want to lose what I've found. Ooh. And it's like yo, like. That sounds unhealthy. That, that is unhealthy. You don't, or do you not want your friends to meet him because he's awful or because your friends are awful? Like, right. how is your friends meeting your new boyfriend going to destroy the relationship? Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even, I, I honestly didn't care enough to like look up the lyrics to the song. I know there was another lyric about her spilling something, and I was like, just get a fucking screw top lid, my dude. <laughs> like, just figure it, out, figure it out. All these problems are not problems. But yeah, don't compartmentalize your relationship but away from your friendships. It's not a good recipe. 
no, you're right. Now that you mention it, I definitely had some feelings and some a lot of red flags actually on this album especially in the next few songs where it gets kind of like yeah where it seems like this relationship that she is kind of centering the album around i suppose her her autobiography is again mostly about like this this i think a shitty dude that she dated who like treated her poorly and like was you know like on again off again tumultuous like you know relationship like the kind of you know the couple from your hometown that never should have gotten married and has like three bracelets together and they hate each other but they're always like posting from a joint facebook account about how much they love each other but they really yep. despise you you know exactly yeah, yeah they yeah. doth protest too much yeah we know them and it, i feel like that it gives me that kind of energy on a few of these songs including this one <sighs> <laughs> but it's like it's pouring rain but then you make the rain stop oh. yeah I, 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 hear better I mean it's so like, it's like I'm better off with you you know <sighs> like all my shitty friends don't like you and I'm just better off maybe your friends are right how do you know usually they are usually the man is shitty this is a reverse of wannabe where if you want to be my lover, you got to stay can't away from tell my friends. My friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad sign. You're right. I think that I'm going to give it to you, Janet, in that it is everything is so vague and bland and like pleasant <laughs> That's giving it to sounding. Janet. <laughs> no, but it's like plenty pleasant sounding that it almost it kind of sucks you in. Like you kind of it does make you feel like the vaguest etchings of a feeling and like it's I don't know sometimes you need that like sometimes you need to go like walk around to CVS for no reason at all like you don't need to buy anything I feel nothing going... personally <laughs> well this I'm, I'm saying that you kind of lean I've... into this feeling of nothing I've there's there's a niceness there. to feeling nothing every once in a while and just and again going to a CVS it's... and not needing to buy anything and just listening to whatever stupid music they're Probably playing this exactly this is the soundtrack to that CVS and to that emotional space where I'm like everything you know, maybe things are kind of crazy and chaotic and maybe I'm feeling lonely or, or uncertain or, you know, my relationships are on the rock. So I'm going to go and I'm going to look at the as seen on TV section. <laughs> I'm going to just stare at the petty egg and, and everything will be OK for a minute. I'm in this weird emotional limbo. Yeah, I'm glad this album has been able to speak to you. Or spoken <laughs> to me. For me. Does that track? Does that ring true for you <laughs> on some level? That like uh, that like uh, that, like. Purgatory, emotional purgatory. No, I'm talking about the feeling of being in emotional purgatory, of being like in limbo where you're not quite sure how to feel, so you'd just rather have somebody sing some vague pleasantries in a raspy voice in the rain. 100%. (laughs) Okay, great. Thank you for going there with me. And thank you, Ashley Simpson, for being there for me. (laughs) For me, I've never been so unmoved (laughs) by anything I've listened to on this show. Like, usually I'm listening and I'm, like, angry or uh, annoyed, uh, you know, uh, just various negative emotions. But with this one, I'm just kind of like, all right, that that was another song. Yeah. Speaking of which, let's move on to the next one, I'd say. So this one is called Love Me For Me. Oh, she just wants to be loved, don't we all? Oh yeah, that's when it gets into the that 
complicated, messy, borderline abusive relationship kind of back and forth there. That's a little weird. I don't know if it sounds abusive. It just sounds like maybe they're not the best match. Every relationship, you like say things that you didn't mean to say. Yeah. You know? And it's like, love me for me. You know? Stick around. For me. For me. It's me. Love me. It's hard to defend the song. <laughs> <laughs> There's one part. I do like one part of the song, and it's the part where the music stops, and she goes like, <laughs> just like this one little like squeal before it of, kicks like, into relief. the fi- before it kicks into the final chorus. That's like just an outpouring of of emotion from from Ashley Simpson. I think you know, I just that know. that exclamation. You don't get that too often on this album. That sort of moment of beatific ecstasy. Yeah, you get just, it, right an, an emotion. Just raw, raw emotion. Just raw. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> You just you hear the pain in her voice. Yeah, and because resonates. if he would just love her for her, exactly. Yeah, you know, stick around and love me for me. I mean, but that's the thing is she's she is kind of like getting at this like I don't know bad. Okay, maybe not abusive, but like on the edge of potentially not okay. Like I'm just hesitant. Shut up, come back. No, I didn't really mean to mean to say that. Okay, cool. I'm just yeah, hesitant to wait. call things abusive anymore after the Marilyn Manson episode. Where, where it was so blatantly abusive, you know, like <laughs> yeah. But I was gonna read these lyrics. So sorry. Sh- shut up, come back. No, I didn't really mean to say that. I'm mixed up. So what? Yeah, you want me. So you're messed up too. I love you. I hate you. If you only knew what I've been through. Yeah, you want me, so I'm. So you're messed up too. That's like a really. That's pretty dark. Yeah, dude. Like what? Like, functional oh, relationships. They're so cute. If you're into me, then I already know you're fucked up. Like that's. Oof. Yeah. Well, maybe. That's so fatalistic. At least it's kind of again. Maybe that's a little gritty. It's uh, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe. You guys keep saying that she's not autobiographical. But then you guys keep saying, you know? Yeah. Um, maybe we're coming around. Yeah, I think maybe. you guys just might be wrong and have to admit <laughs> Well, Maybe this is a work of deep introspection and, yeah. uh, uh, you know. Like, don't, you, don't care where you've been and how you're getting over. If you think you've got me found, just wait. It gets much golder. <laughs> Go- Some deep... Deep thoughts. <laughs> it gets much golder. Just gets... wait and just ask. Just wait and just ask. <laughs> Have you ever thought of asking? <laughs> just wait. It gets golder. The young get less bolder. Oh, my God. I have stains on my T-shirts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get me a bib. <laughs> Spill it everywhere. I'm soaked to the bone from just standing outside in the rain. She's got all these milky stains from licking, <laughs> yeah. licking out of that cat, cat food She's bowl. She's got it like rancid. <laughs> <laughs> That's punk. <laughs> All right, uh, let's let's go on ahead to uh, surrender, of which I have like zero notes, so we can do that one. There's that. Early, the mid-2000s flavor. Some little electronic flourishes, little mm. elements. She, she's just touching a bunch of different genres. 
you know? And she's just able to combine them all. She has the punk rock, she has the rock, she has the electronica, uh, she has everything. Yeah. She's a, it's based, Madonna, eat your heart out, Ray of Light, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, this one was, this one I would say isn't so bad. Like, it's kind of power poppy a little. Yeah, this one, uh, you know, you know, I, I am sorry. Oh, make me over. That's what that. That's what the fucking song is. Okay, that's why I like it because it sounds like fucking hole a little bit. But yeah, no, I, I wrote here that like this album definitely is more of like a. It's not for me than any sort of objective. It's not like objectively flawed. I guess. Uh, like I don't. Janet, I certainly don't disrespect that you like this album, you know, like, I, I can sort of see it. I appreciate that you're coming around to my side. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say that, um, but, you know, I, I definitely don't like it, but I, it's it's not, again, it's, it's more like it's just not for me. I'm trying to think of what the equivalent would be in my, like, the music that I listen to. That I, I don't think it, the equivalent is in music. I think it's it's my Degrassi. You know what I mean? Like, I know objectively that it, it's, like, fucking dumb, but, like, or maybe you don't want to admit that. Maybe you don't want to say that. Maybe I'm putting words in your mouth, Jan. I retract my statement. But I can objectively say that the songs get less great the longer the album goes on. And the more you listen to it. Like, this was the first time that you listened to it. And in, you had... Yeah, in years. Yeah. And, and how did it hold it's up? It's not as good as I remember it being. I remember loving it. And it's not as good as I remember it being, but it's not as bad as you guys are implying it might be. That's how I felt um, watching Empire Records for the first time as an adult, where I just remembered it being so good as a kid, and I watch it now, and it's like, well, this isn't bad, but it's not a good movie. Right. I could see why I liked it. But I... I feel like Empire Records is like still I like iconic because of the like, you know, pop cultural space that they have it. Like what's iconic about Ashley Simpson? Like this this has all been all forgotten. All her fucking snafus. Only that, right? That's the only reason that she's remembered. I mean, she's like this is not a, remem- a memorable album. No, but like I said, like it's the only album's mem- not the point. The album was something that she did for her reality show. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, the point is the celebrity Itself, right, right. Not the, not the. Which art. is why everything rings so hollow and boring because she doesn't actually have any real angst or anything to really be that upset about at all. And she's like preaching this to like fourteen-year-olds who, you know, girls that maybe did have a lot to be angsty about. And it's kind of just like I don't know. Like I understand why you would attach yourself to it, but I also don't think that in the light of day today, it's good. I just can't. I can't say it. It's Do, not- who has more cachet? Like who's you know her or a- Avril Lavigne? You mean like who was better? Yeah, like who was more legitimate, I guess, you know? Avril Lavigne. Why? For sure. Why? She had multiple good albums. <laughs> really? She had Let Go and... You think Let Go was a good album? Yeah. Why? She's got a better voice. The songs are pretty good. That's it. They don't all sound exactly the same. Like I'm with you sounds very different than you know complicated or Skater Boy. I mean, as as at the time, I was so busy trying to cultivate my very hardcore punk persona that I was like, "Fuck this! I'm not going to listen to this at all." But if you listen to it now, it's actually it's 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 not great, but it's fine. And I, it, maybe they're both fine. I think. All right. I, I guess I I knew the answer to this question because I guess Avril switches up the tempo more maybe yeah and she has switches a much better feel. voice she has a vocal range she does yeah she can she sing. just fucking yeah, Ashley Simpson just does a breathy baby voice the whole time and then imitates whole every like Courtney Love every once in a while I guess what I'm trying to say though is like this isn't that far off from no it's movie, not you know? it's really not and fair Taylor Swift copies her <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Jury is still so out on that. she copies Courtney Love. Taylor Swift copies her. Taylor Swift is Courtney Love. <laughs> Taylor Swift is Maynard James Keenan. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Oh, Kurt you, Cobain. You cut out all I those got all those references. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kurt Cobain is responsible for Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kurt Cobain. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you, Kurt. Yeah. That was his real contribution to music <laughs> was birthing Taylor Swift. Yeah. Um... Next song. Next song. Yeah, sure. let's do it. Yeah. Okay, the next one is called Unreachable, baby. It's really obvious which songs she's pulling influence from on a lot of these. Like this, that little piano in the verses is so criminal by uh, Fiona Apple, and then somehow it turns into Strawberry Fields Forever in the pre-chorus. Yeah. But yeah, this is some more Kra- more Kravitz flavor here. And I'd just like to point out, Kravitz came up after her. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> revisionist history Janet <laughs> are you gonna go my way it was like 94 <laughs> uh, okay fine it's <laughs> I, I wrote this is big princess diaries energy like it kind of feels like that like oh the ugly duckling's gonna get made over and be a princess and early like early 2000s teen girl culture which I guess maybe I shouldn't be so sneering about you know I'm such a I'm, I'm a bad feminist I just feel like these songs like <laughs> She, they refuse to like kick up the tempo, step yeah. on the gas pedal at all, and they also like won't slow it down for like a full ballad. Like she's trying to kind of have her cake and eat it too, where every song is kind of a ballad, but also kind of a, a rocker. Uh, it's it's punk. It's <laughs> it's just a little. It's 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 very it's very tepid. I'd say. Yeah, it's just eminently cuttable. It's like both her her voice and the concept is just wearing very. Th- Thin, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's and the breathy baby, like uh, I just ah, uh, it's so I don't like that. I just don't like that vocal effect at all. And and then you know this is another song with exactly the same point and exactly the same lyrics to the point where I think I copy and pasted the same exact lyrics under this and love me for me and now I don't know which one those lyrics actually came from but it doesn't fucking matter like I it doesn't matter they're all about the same thing and that thing is not really fully explored or realized and the music itself is inoffensive <laughs> I have a hard time arguing with that <laughs> coming to my side it doesn't, I will say this album it's one of those things that the first four songs are great and then it does drop off to like the same song over and over. Yeah, like you know which ones were intended to be the singles. They were the singles, and then the rest like really don't matter. It's a, that that is, I'll give you that. That's clear. Yeah, that it's a pop album in that way. And she didn't even space it out. Like sometimes these pop albums, they'll space out the singles t- mm-hmm. to give the illusion of substance. But like she's like, nah, just throw them all at the front, and then people can stop listening. You know, like why waste their time? Which you know, props for that. Yeah. Props for for knowing her audience. Yeah. That yeah. they would grow sick of her me. after four songs. Well, that. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I think this is what I wrote down here, but I, I think this could have applied for any of these songs. It's just like, it. there's a lot of that like kind of faux girl power like on this album that is like, 
I, I could see how it would be when you're a teen girl in the 2000s, like empowering to an extent. But if you really like break it down, all the songs are about like men and yeah. and trying to please men or wanting men to accept her. Well, one of the songs is about living in her sister's shadow. Well, yeah, which okay. I think she's made a compelling case for like why that happened. Yeah, uh, certainly Jessica outshines her talent wise. Uh, yes, runs laps around her, and I don't know. Where does that leave her? I don't know. In middling, in CVS. That's where it leaves her. <laughs> in the scene on TV aisle. <laughs> All right. CBS Let's on. move on to the next song. Uh, oh, nothing new. <laughs> nothing new. <laughs> Appropriate. Here we go. Like what the fuck? This is this sounds like Miley Cyrus like waking up in the morning and just like <laughs> again influencer. Yeah. Well, she was doing like sort of country, more country tinge. Because Kelly Osbourne was also doing this music, and actually I, thinking about Co- Kelly Osbourne, like I'm pretty sure that this Kelly Osbourne was way more punk. Blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and that's funny because I think we were gonna review that album, and then we decided that it wasn't bad enough. But I feel like maybe, yeah, maybe it was worse than this. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Well, it's easy to be worse than this (laughs) (laughs) because it's a perfect album. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with it. Solid B minus album. Okay. Okay. That's a very fair assessment. That might be fair. Yeah. All right. So it's like. When they, yeah, it's like, you know when they're like, we're not going to give you a C plus, we'll bump it to a B minus? Yeah. But she deserves a C plus. Right, she deserves a C plus. No, 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 yeah. It's a solid B minus, like it's a, no, it's solid B minus. It's an 80, it's an 80 B minus. She deserves a C plus, she gets a B minus, and she writes an angry song about how it wasn't an A. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of fair. (laughs) I would say it's an 81. (laughs) I wouldn't fail her. She got a couple Cs, she got two A's, <laughs> a couple C's, and then two B pluses. Her transcripts could, you know, she needs some extracurriculars on yeah. there. That's what the reality show is for. She's taking uh, line dancing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually. It's one of those, like, you handed in all your homework, so it's a B minus. Mm. Mm-hmm. So the bare minimum. No! Bare minimum is a C minus. Yeah, I used to, I got in trouble. Actually, no, I got in trouble for C minuses because my mom knew that I talked him out of a D. But <laughs> a C is solid. <laughs> a C doesn't get you yelled at by your mom. Oh, my mom was psyched if I came home with straight C's. <laughs> straight C report card was my jam. You were going to Friendly's. You were getting a Jim Dandy. Oh, yeah. My brother got in trouble if he got an A minus. Oh. And I got in trouble if I failed more than one class. <laughs> <laughs> so the benefit of having a living in a shadow there you go lower expectations exactly exactly that's what she was banking on and 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 then was shocked along with all of us when people actually responded to it then fucking crumbled i know (laughs) well all right so let's move on this is uh second to last song here and 
it's it's at least I don't I don't feel so drained as I usually do. So I'll give I'll give it that. I was ready for this shit to end. Yeah, sure. yeah. So let's. I, I still am. We're gonna yeah we're gonna bang through these two. This one is called giving it all away. Oh yeah, this one's kind of fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't like this one on a, in another way. Uh, let's let's go. Hey you, smoking up your sorrow <laughs> Just pointing fingers at someone to blame Hey you, you turn your back on your children Left you in the big burning bed This life's like living in the gutter All this pain just makes you feel dead I'll just be I don't want the world to see me Cause I don't think that they'd understand Influencer <laughs> There would be no Goo Goo Dolls <laughs> If not for Ashley Simpson This album is an argument against rockism The people who think that like guitars are objectively better For making music right. and synthesizers and sequencers Like this album shows that guitar music can very easily be uh you know just have no soul or character whatsoever soul soulless i think is a perfect descriptor for most of this album all this pain makes you feel down and you're calling that soulless <laughs> have you not heard these lyrics this is there's his her second deepest song on the entire album after lala <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what, okay, I'll bite. Go ahead. Tell me what, what are the other deep lyrics on this song, You're Janet? pointing fingers back on your children? Like, come on. <laughs> How are you? Smoking your life away, man. I need to have some sanctimonious fucking twat, finger-wagging, breathy twat. nonsense about Thank how I'm fucking smoking pot. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first yeah. time I've ever heard you use the word twat. Good what's, lord. What's wrong with the word twat? <laughs> I like the way that they say it in England. Yeah. Twat. Okay. Living in the gutter, Ashley? What are your life is like? This life is like living in a gutter? Is she talking about herself? Is she talking about somebody else? Who does she know that lives in a gutter? She has somebody who cleans her gutters. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Let's uh, let's put a bow on this one and let's fucking take it all away with uh, the last track here, which is Undiscovered. And I think this was also the title of that uh, bad movie that she it was, and which she I performed we, the song in the movie. Oh man, I think we need to watch that movie. We do love bad movies. It has an eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <gasps> oh, that sounds great, actually. Post post episode, uh, well, I'm going I think to see it's Terminator, but more poorly received than even Crossroads. Wow. Movie. Well, Crosswords was a masterpiece. So. <laughs> yeah, so you, I don't know how it compares to uh, from when Justin met from Justin and Kelly. When oh Justin wow, met Kelly. that would be a fun little a fun little romp, a little marathon of 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 mid flash in the pan mid two thousands uh, pop stars trying to act in movies. Their little like, crossover failures. Ooh, like on the line with Lance Bass and Joey Fatone. <laughs> I mean, they were. They were actually famous, but that was a bad movie. What was the... Anyway, we could do that, but we we won't. Stoppies, if you've been out there, if, if you're out there listening and you've seen uh, fucking Undiscovered, <laughs> please drop us a line. Just a long string of failures of that type leading up to A Star is Born, which was brilliant. Right, and which wouldn't have happened if not for if not Ashley for Simpson. Undiscovered. Undiscovered. Influencer. 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 All right, let's listen to it. For all the reasons I gave, excuses I made for you. 
is a ballad. <laughs> this is you were complaining she didn't have any power ballads. This sounds like all the other. Where's songs. the power, Janet? Where's the power? There's no power in this ballad. What differentiates? What this? is this song about? Excuses, like excuses. I, I made all these excuses for you, you know. Because we're broken in two, but I need you. <laughs> she sounds asleep in this song. <laughs> like she, <sighs> it's her least raspy. No, you can't do that. That's not how she sounded. Yeah, she just is breathy. You think that a song like this would be leading to like a big crescendo where she right. belts something out, but she's completely incapable. Like a of since belting. you've been gone, you know, yeah. like a like a like one of those. Like I, I actually, I think that's a really good comparison to think about because like Kelly Clarkson also got famous because of a reality TV show, but is an excellent vocalist and well, she got famous from reality TV show for about singing. being the best singer right. well, in the country well that was how uh, I mean yeah true but she was the only one from that show that really made it sorry Janet I mean you made it in a different well, Clay, way you're on this show Clay but... Aiken kind of made it no he didn't yeah, he oh. did what's he going a, he on he had with... a little career no he didn't yes he did uh, Carrie Underwood Carrie Underwood, Underwood. yep okay and Jennifer Hudson yep yep okay true and they weren't even they didn't even win did Carrie Underwood win? No, Jennifer she won Hansen. second oh. place. Yeah. So anyway, point being, um, what was the point? Oh, yeah. That Ke- Kelly Clarkson fucking did this music and did it really well. I would say that Kelly Clarkson has a lot of these songs that sound kind of like they were written by the same team that wrote or co-wrote with Ashley Simpson for this. Probably was, actually. Probably was, yeah. right? And But she just is so much, she has so much more conviction. And I I don't know. those. She just delivers it so much better. And it's, I just... You can tell that Ashley's phoning it in, and I'm phoning it in too. <gasps> phoning it. I just wanted one little, you know. Broken in two. That is phoning it in. Like just, just use your diaphragm, girl. Like that's rule number one. If you take singing lessons, it's sing through your diaphragm. Oh well, she was too busy being neglected in her her emotionally neglected dance core. <laughs> I don't know, dude. She, yeah, she didn't. She missed out on the singing lessons, I guess. Yeah, because she was in the shadow. She was a backup dancer. <laughs> Just like dancer. your little sister. She was a backup dancer for <laughs> Jessica Simpson. Yeah. Uh, which, that must have sucked. She also was like the youngest to be up student on stage, to be wh- like, accepted into, what was it? Like New York Dance Academy or something? Yeah. Well, her dad lied about her age to get yeah. her in. All that Papa Joe, always Papa behind the Joe scenes. Pulling strings. Pulling strings. Talking um, about his daughter's breasts. But yeah, doing uh, like backup dancing for her sister. Like I can see, yeah, I can see the the where this album germinated from. You know, like that oh. is probably emotionally uh, difficult. Like I'm sure I don't even I doubt wow. I doubt Jessica even like acknowledged that that was her sister on stage, like in the background. You know, as just like set dressing basically for her shows. I can't believe I can't believe this. I can't believe this apologist's nonsense. Am I apologizing? I'm sorry. I, well, <laughs> I'm not sorry, goddammit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't feel any of those genuine human emotions on this album, but, you know, you just have a problem with rich, pretty girls. I do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't you? <laughs> well, you love Hanson. <laughs> <laughs> Hanson and the Grateful Dead, two greatest albums of all time. Two Ooh, greatest fans of wow. all time. Those are my two favorite bands of all time. Wow. That's a that's a wide net. Yeah, you know, that's true. a... If you look at my car, it's... Those are the only two albums I have. A bunch of Grateful Dead and a bunch of Hanson. And... That's interesting. What a musical spectrum. Never what a, the what two a, shall meet. No. Wow. Yeah. 
That's amazing. And Hanson does some jam band stuff. Do they? Yeah, actually, I think they're because Katie O likes Hanson. She's big into oh, jam yeah, bands. I, there, I think true. there is weird crossover between Hanson and, and and jam bands. Well, I love that that was the musical foundation for which you entered into this afternoon with us discussing Ashley Simpson. It was quite a, quite a joy, quite a joy and a privilege to disagree with you and hopefully not insult you. <laughs> none of this should be taken personally. I'm glad um, I was able to change your mind about this album. Well, I'm not <laughs> changing my mind, but I'll say you're a very nice person, Jan. I really do enjoy your company, but uh, thank you for, for being our guest. And um, so now is the time in the show where we look back on you know our lives and on our autobiographies and um, we make a decision to rate the album from zero to negative five because on the show we do not discuss good music I'm so sorry it's right there in the title it's called make it stop a bad music podcast um, and we judge it out of something some quantifier that is re- you know related to the album in some way and as our guest you get to choose what that quantifier is and if you'd like to go first with your rating you may I'm gonna say the overall essence zero Zero to negative five. Zero to negative five on the essence. Of what? The essence of the whole album. How it makes you feel. How <laughs> not no you how <laughs> the you you do get to know her autobiography. Okay, so should it be zero to negative five autobiographies or uh on the essence journal of entries? who she is and how you get to know who she is based on this album. The essence of Ashley Simpson. This is going to be difficult to transcribe into the... Uh, <laughs> I, I don't the, understand the question. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> on, on, on how good she was at going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> on her, okay, on her yelps? Yeah, yeah her okay, yelping. Okay. Zero to negative five on her yelping. Okay, breathy, squeaky yelps. Squeaky yeah. yelps. Squeaky yelps. Okay, zero to negative five. And what would you rate it, Janet? Zero. Straight zero, true neutral, and why? Well, because it should have a five. <laughs> <laughs> a five out of ten? Like you'd give it a, a five? No, a, uh, between negative five and five. Oh. It should have a five. Oh, you would rate it as the best album of all. It's up there with The Grateful Dead. It's up there with The Grateful Dead and... Okay, fine. Um, I'll give it a solid a solid three. Okay. Yeah. And and why? Solid. A solid positive oh. three? <laughs> a solid positive three. So on your <laughs> stupid rating... <laughs> The closest I could get to a solid positive three is a zero, okay. so hence a zero. We we have gone into positive numbers before. Janet. Don't tell her. <laughs> Strictly because teenagers, I'm sure this resonated a lot with teenagers back in the day. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of teenagers who like listened to this lyric by lyric and was like, oh, "This lady knows me." Like, she wrote her own music, Carrie Demaro or whatever that lady is. She's kind of cool as shit. She co-wrote it. First four songs, you can't argue with it, it it goes down i will give you that the whole album doesn't mesh that's why it's not a five but it's a solid b because there's a bunch of songs that I think are agreed it was a solid b minus you you guys talked to me <laughs> a b a b minus is in the b spectrum yeah yeah you can round it up to a b <laughs> wow so it's a solid three. All right, I'm putting this in the books as a zero. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, high, the highest rating in your stupid way. <laughs> no, weirdly, we gave ICP a positive point five once. <laughs> it's okay. You um, did. I did. I, I did. gave them a negative point five. I'd I take ICP over this for sure. All right, your turn, Mike. I'm gonna give Ashley Simpson's autobiography a negative two. Yelps. Squeaky yelps. Because. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, I, I I feel like zero is a fair a fair score for it. It really it didn't 
bother me that much to listen to this album, but just the fact that I I I felt so little like I, I want to be yeah. moved in one direction or another. Or another. I want to I want to feel something, and I I I felt absolutely nothing listening to this. You know, I was it, I, this is a stone faced, soulless nothing sandwich. It's uh, but you know that doesn't mean uh, it's it's that terrible. I mean, I'd I'd certainly come back to this before coming back to the majority of what I've had to listen to on this show. Yeah. Um, but I think I gave ne- Return of Bruno a negative two for like basically the same reason. Yeah, this is very Bruno esque. It's very Bruno esque. Yeah. And I I, I maybe. Okay, so negative two? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I think maybe, like, part of it is, like, she was... Was she judged unfairly? Was she judged unfairly in the media? Janet is vigorously nodding her head. I don't know if I'm going to say. And Mike is is curling his nose up and and shaking his head. I think she was judged fairly. I think she was. Oh, my God. Okay. So, okay. Thank you, Janet, for reminding me that this is a negative 2.5. Okay? (laughs) It's a negative 2.5. It's not that bad. You're right. But that that sentiment in and of itself, the idea that we should grade her on a curve or round her up because, you know. No, we should round her down. Because you don't like pretty rich white girls. Um, I need somebody to have some sort of fucking grit, some sort of stakes, something that's actually at stake here that that that's meaningful. And I think similar to what Mike said, it, none of this is actually meaningful. It's all the same. It's kind of monotonous. There is autobiography pieces of me are solid pop rock tracks. I think um, it, you know what I'd say. I think it's meaningful to her, but I just don't give a shit. I don't care at all. Yeah. I don't care exactly. It's like a it's like a teen girl's diary, including my own. Like nobody else fucking gives a shit about that. <laughs> and I you know, I had more, you know, struggles to sing about, you know? So that that shit it does it does piss me off. It it's 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 like it's aggressively bland, but then it's trying to say that it's saying something and it's it's literally just it, it's saying you make me want a la la <laughs> uh, in the kitchen on the floor and I just I I don't relate to that I don't relate I I, I relate to the to the general <laughs> I mean, like, she what was the last time herself. you la <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I just it, it you know what it is it's like a Katy Perry to me you know what I mean like Katy Perry to me is like the most fucking bland Katie boring Katy Perry can sing she can belt and it, it at least she can sing, but I hate, I really don't like her. I aggressively dislike her. And I feel like with uh, Ashley Simpson, I don't even necessarily aggressively dislike her. I like don't feel feelings for her. It, again, it's bland. It's it's nothing. But the fact that there should be some sort of, I don't know, redemption arc for her, I just, I, I disagree. She Negative 2.5. She doesn't need it. She doesn't She made know. plenty of money from this. Yep. You know, she got her accolades. Yep. She has two other albums that I saw that I'm going to listen to on my ride home. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm curious about this one, the collaboration with her and her second husband. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. How come she never made music with Pete Wentz? He had, he knew better? I don't, yeah, he knew, exactly. Exa- that is the most damning fact. All right, Stabby, so uh, we want to thank you once again, Janet, for being on the show. I I hope we still can be friends. Oh, <laughs> forever friends. I, yeah, I mean, we were at that Hanson show together, so that doesn't, you don't forget that. You know, that's that's a lifelong bond. Um, thank you for being here on the show. Do you want to plug anything you got? Do you have anything? December 3rd. I am at the Comedy Studio on Friday, December 5th. And awesome. I am doing Don't Tell in the Seaport on uh, Saturday, December 6th. Very cool. Awesome. And where can we find out uh, about you and all the funny things that you do and find your notorious American Idol audition and 
Uh, you can Google <laughs> Janet McNamara, American Idol, and it will show up. And that's what I'll be listening to on my way home. Oh, yeah. I think we're, we'll we'll play the uh, we'll play at yeah. the end of the episode. That'll be the kicker. Yeah, yeah. So uh, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here, and uh, thank you, Stoppies, for listening to us. I want to give a quick shout out to the active Stoppies out there, the the people who've been uh, sending us emails and Instagram messages with different suggestions. I think we got to save a booking this year for a fan's choice. I think we got to let it let the uh, the fans decide. But we just had an email uh, from William Rankin, who really wants us to review Baby Metal. Um, he sent us a lot of links, a very thorough email. So we want to say thank you to you, William. I might kind of like Baby Metal, to be honest. Yeah. So, well, I don't know if I do. I, I'm not sure yet. Um, we have, I don't know how to pronounce this word. I'm embarrassed. Quixotic? 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 It comes from Don Quixote. Quixotic? But I think it is, it is pronounced Quixotic. That's terrible. I hate that. Matt. <laughs> His name is Matt. Um, and he sent us a very a very thoughtful uh, email and really wants us to do Disney Channel's uh, inane movie musicals. So he, he really wants us to do that. And then we had um, Ill Omened 666. Six on Sick. Instagram. I know, very cool. He's a cool guy. He's from, uh, I think, Philly. And he sent us a message asking us to review I See Stars. What is that? Um, I think... New Demons is the name of the album, and it is. He said, "I guess it could be branded techno emo core." Ooh, of course, they have growl vocals sometimes, and then some guy whose clean vocals are obnoxiously high. Some so- post crunk core sounds like he's fifteen and didn't hit puberty yet. A lot of ridiculous synths and DJ tricks going on. And then I said, "So broken side with a DJ," and then he said. Yeah, it's broken side with breakdown riffs and kids bop clean vocals. Oh wow! So that sounds really bad. So yeah, keep them coming, Stoppies. Keep yeah. the suggestions coming in. We we are listening. Uh, we hear you. We're we here appreciate for you. you. We appreciate you. We appreciate the shout outs. Yeah. So you can find us at makeitstoppodcast.com. You can uh, listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at at makeitstopcast. Do shout out to us. Write an autobiography about <laughs> how much uh, this album made you feel. When you were a teenager, and send it to our email at makeitstoppodcast at gmail dot com, and uh, yeah, we'll see you next time with uh, what's our next episode? Is it Lil B? Uh, it might be. Let me tell you, not a boring, <laughs> not a boring guy. That one. Uh, stay tuned for that, Stoppies, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Me, Jack. I've only actually been singing like well for about two years. Last year, I got the American Idol theme, and that's when I really started going to town. When I first started playing the game, like, they always told me I wasn't going to Hollywood. Really, really bad. And now, like, unless I'm having a really bad day, they're like, you are it. Fantastic. Great job. Singing, American Idol, dancing, being on stage, like, that's my life. But hopefully I won't have to do too many interviews. I'm sorry. All right, break down that door. Break down that door. It says that you've mastered the American Idol video I'm game. Awesome. Oh. You guys, you love me. On really? That show. Wow. Yes. So so you guys, gonna, every day you're like. So we're going to put this to the test. Does this game actually work? Okay. Now just imagine you are on the game. Yeah. I'm on the game. I got it. Right. We're sitting here. Yeah. Is it yeah. a yes? We're going to find out. Am I singing? Yeah, do it like you do on the game. Cool. I 
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.